Ugh. I hate it. You didn't like that? Okay. Because our drinks are too empty. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, now that we have 45 seconds of drink clinking. Okay. Um, really quick, the guy that plays Tucker is also kind of a hottie when you look at his actual page. The one that does the sound. Oh, right. Yeah. And like the picture, not not the drawing and the writing, but the other one. Lipstick face demon. What? That's what the red face's demon's name is. Hmm. That's a fucking joke. Long haired fiend. So should we tell the people what fucking movie we're talking about? Oh my about? fucking god. Okay, so this week, <laughs> this episode, this week, <laughs> tomorrow, Halloween, is when we're gonna release this, I fucking swear to god, because I'm on a fucking schedule. Um, we're watching, or we did watch Insidious. We did. Um, this is one of my favorite scary movies, because it, uh, no matter what, will give me a little bit of heebie-jeebies. Like, no matter how many fucking times I've watched it, I still get a little bit creeped out. Um, Connor can 100% attest to this. I made him walk Ferris with me outside in the dark because I was too scared to go do it by myself. Uh, um, my name is Connor Sullivan, and uh, I attest that aforementioned statement to be true. Uh, France. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so 100%, it will always give me the heebie-jeebies. I think one of the best James Wan movies, like out of his scary ones. So you're saying his best movie is definitely The Fast and the Furious that he directed? One one of his best scary movies. Mm. I refuse to acknowledge Fast and Furious in the series. (laughs) (laughs) They're on movie nine, by the way. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Um, All you Fast and Furious fans, fucking come at me, I dare you. (laughs) All 12 of you. They be coming fast and furious. They be coming too fast and too furious. Tokyo Drift. Dude, Tokyo Drift is a great film. Don't at me, bro. I know. I will not speak negatively about Tokyo Drift. um, Because she likes having a husband. With that fucking country-ass twang. (laughs) Anyway. Anyways, the movie that we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> we're getting so derailed. So, James Wan, would you say one of his scariest movies? Yes. Okay. And I love this movie. It is very great. It just, it's, oh wait, he does The Conjuring too. Fuck! Yeah. He's so good <clears throat> in like so many different facets. Like, okay. The Conjuring series, terrifying. Insidious, terrifying, but they're terrifying in different ways. But I think, and I think this is what makes the movies the most scary for me is like the music and the sounds. Um, literally, the first thing I've written down, the music is done so well. Yeah, like literally, the title music goes. <clears throat> You're welcome to everybody who has headphones on right now. <laughs> You just did you plan that bit just so you could do that? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I thought it would be no. funny. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> Scariest movies, James Wan, perfection, creepy music. That's anyway. <laughs> should we uh TLDR it for the Yeah, I for think the it's peeps? your turn. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. <clears throat> so, um TLDR of Insidious is 
lovely family just moves has two kids um and they're probably around like you know i don't know could be anywhere from like four to fucking eight i have no clue there's three of them btw there's three oh there's the baby i forgot about there's also a baby um the two brothers not the baby baby's a sister doesn't matter i've wasted all my time why did i do this anyway um all of a sudden the oldest boy slips into a coma they don't fucking know why and then like no one can tell them what's going on doctors have no clue he's at home now being cared by but in the meantime like random weird shit has happened but nothing like crazy sketch um and then more weird shit starts happening and then like just ramps up ramps up ramps up and then they call spirit medium lady lorraine and she's like well they move first of all well they move thinking it's the house like this house fucked because they had just moved and they moved back and they're like yeah no it wasn't the house we're still fucked call spirit lady lorraine and she's all yeah you guys are super fucked um but i think you have an advantage because daddy over here has been down this same road before and they're like wait what what are you talking about, Lorraine? And then um, you find out that the same kind of thing that's happening to the son happened to the dad like 30 years ago, but he has no memory of it. Lorraine helped mom, like OG mom of dad back in the day. And then now Lorraine and mom are like, yeah, we're going to fix this grandkid. And then uh, don't look at me like Why that. Why are you talking like that? Because <laughs> uh, I feel like it, all right? Um, and then dad experiments with the further he like it's like astral projection is what he can do in his sleep and that's what the kid did and he got too far away now dad has to astral project and save the kid and then everything's nice and good and juicy but then the thing that's been following the dad his whole life that they tried to cleanse in the beginning really took over the dad and he just fucking slits Lorraine's throat right mm, at, or no he doesn't no, slit he her chokes her chokes her throat sorry I just got so excited God. got so got excited so excited that you lied I got so excited that I just imagined throats just ripping yeah anyway he strangled her and then um the very last scene is like the wife Jackie Q screaming being like Bah-ah! so sexy because like she realized that you know the husband's not actually the husband it's the ghost Boom, scene. That was like three minutes. Wow. (laughs) Um, I'm real good at these TLDRs. Just saying. I'll give you a pat on the back only because, like, at least you finished talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. Anyway, we got so off track. We got through a bunch of bullet points already. Um, You mean you got through a bunch of bullet points? uh, I saw you going down your list. I was looking. Relax. Um, also, don't make that sound with the pen. Um, okay, so there's three kids. They just moved, and she he's a teacher. She writes music and is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, but they she says a line where she's like, you know, thanks again for letting me take time for my music. So I think she, like, probably quit a previous job to, like, take time being a music or, writer. Or, like, didn't go back because her baby's, like, a baby. Yeah, like, didn't go back from maternity leave or whatever. But also, like, I want to know how they afforded this huge-ass fucking house. <laughs> I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know. It's 2010. Things were great back then. Yeah, things were fucking lit. <laughs> um... So, one of the first scenes is them moving into their new house, and then, like, it's, like, one of the first few days, 
and all the kids are up already. Dad's taking like just taking his fucking leisurely time getting yeah, up. Yeah, Dad's being a fucking dad. Fuck you. I'm not looking at you. I'm just saying. Uh, you're in general. looking directly at me. I'm looking at you because we're having a conversation. <laughs> Would you rather me look the fuck over there? Yep. Turn your back. Fuck off. Don't look over here. Um, <laughs> get this but shit out of here. Mom's downstairs. <laughs> taking care of all three kids trying to get them fed while like i think trying to deal with some bill or something and she's i put yelling like yelling speak with an agent is the realest shit i've seen in a movie in a really long time yeah i feel like she's like like, getting the internet turned on or like uh, yeah like changing a utility over or something she's just obviously talking to an automated service like screaming speak to an agent over like kids screaming in the background yeah i thought that was like a very like grounded thing for them to put in yeah i feel like these like this movie in particular is really good and like the conjuring series does it too where like you feel like this world is real because Mm -hmm. of the little like idiosyncrasies Gold A for effort. Gold Fuck off. <laughs> Whatever. Because of like the little tiny things that make it very relatable within like the family dynamic and like their actual lives that you're like this like the weird shit that happens, you're like, yeah, this is yeah. totally feels real. So then, you know, they kinda like go throughout their days and stuff and blah blah blah. Dad goes to work, mom's at home um like a little bit of weird stuff happens but like nothing really crazy like she just thought she set something somewhere it's not there and then books that were on a shelf are now on the floor but she just blames one of the boys and it's like hey when you want to play with my books that's fine just fucking put them away um and now it's nighttime and the first night and they hear a knock on the door and they wake up and they're like wait what, what was that yeah and then and like the um, alarm goes off or something so then he goes down checks outside and like looks through all the curtains opens the door ca- keeps calling out see if anyone's there no one's there so he arms the alarm oh. don't know why it wasn't armed in the first place and then shuts the door goes back to bed like right as he gets back to bed alarm goes off like big boom alarm goes off and then they're like freaking out what's going on they like run down he's looking everywhere doesn't see anything doors wide open finally shuts the door like disarms the alarm like rearms it Mm -hmm. one of the things i wrote down was no alarm company calls maybe he disarms it really fast no it was on for hella long Mm. like maybe that's not in their plan I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't know. That part they don't just, pay for that feature. That, that part just stuck out. Remember, it's he's like, a teacher. It's like, <laughs> I, I wrote down why not for, like, why wasn't the alarm originally armed? Because he armed it after the noise. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And then why did no alarm company respond to this alarm being on for hella fucking long? Yeah. So <laughs> in that next part of that scene, like, there's like this what was his name long-haired fiend <laughs> he's like in the baby's room and what's the wife's name wife no jackie q that's mm. all i know renee mm. oh, they spell it weird 
Um, so she goes to the baby's room, checks on the baby, and then the long-haired fiend is, like, behind curtains or something, and she sees it, and then she screams. And I wrote down, why the fuck didn't she bull rush the guy in the room? She, like, screams and then leaves the room and then calls for the husband. But, like, if there's a body <coughs> of a, a body of a person, something in the room, like, I would attack it. You know? Yeah, like, that thing's got but maybe my baby. That's like a, but he didn't pick her up. I know, but, like, it he's was right next to the crib. But maybe it's, like, the fight or flight. Like, her response was just to, like, flight. she, like, panicked and, like, fell down and was, like, screaming for the husband. Yeah. But I feel, like, y- you'd think that she would, like, run after. I don't know. It's kind of, like, a weird um scene but then again the husband doesn't see it and then there's like a bunch of different things that happen and she's like no you fucking tell me and then the husband is like staying late because at this point i think the kid is in a coma right kids in a coma which we find out later is because he like went too he's far like away into from like his body the netherworld or whatever yeah the further the further um, but yeah, so like the husband is like, I can't fucking stand being at home because all my wife does is like fucking talk Bitch about, about this invisible shit. Yeah. And like talk about how some fucking thing messed with her fucking thing. And then I don't want to hear it. But then I said, again, always listen to the wife who is actually home. <laughs> like yeah. she's the one who's <laughs> experiencing it. You're at work. Listen to her because she knows what's going on in the house. Like more than <clears throat> anybody. Yeah. So then they move. And I wrote down... Which you, when you were doing the recap, you said they moved back. Was that their old house? I think so. Because, like, I don't know, just by the interaction with, like, the mom of the dad, like, grandma. The mother-in-law, yeah. Um, Like, and they're putting shit away. Like, she, like... Like, knew where things were supposed to go. Knew where the fuck shit was supposed to go. So, I'm, I thought it was, like, their old house. They moved back into it. I guess that would make sense, but then... They were at the new house for, like, a couple months. So then, like, their old house didn't sell, and they just moved into it. That just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, man. But I wrote down, moving never solves it. Yeah, no. You're always haunted, not the house. And if you listen to Sinister, it rushes the timeline forward. Yes. (laughs) (coughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we feel shame. It's fine. I wrote, um, best and most supportive mother-in-law award goes to that bitch. (laughs) She gets it. She knows it. She says, it's okay to feel scared. Your feelings are valid. I see you. I hear you. I'm here for you. Let me put you in touch with somebody that I know. Yeah, she's very comforting. I like her. (laughs) Anyways, um, I wanted to know, too, so the Tiptoe song that plays is, like, literally the scariest song in the entire world now, but, like, how did they pick that fucking song? I wrote down, I've had the fucking Tiptoe Through the Window song stuck in my head for a fucking decade. Oh, my fucking God. Because of this movie. Oh, no. It's just, like, just randomly throughout my life in the last 10 years that song just poof out of nowhere is in my head is in your head okay great um glad that you have that stuck in your head um which is funny because i was like doing instagram reels and i was like trying to look for a song 
Okay, listen to this fucking song. That's clearly the exact same. It's artist. the same person, right? But yeah. this song is in SpongeBob. Yeah, totes. When they're doing the jellyfishing, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Right, it's the same person, right? Sounds like it. But like that one's not creepy. Question mark? No, because I mean they put this one in a creepy context, and that's how we associate it now. So yeah. Anyways, the music's scary. The sounds are scary. Uh, I think I wrote it down three separate times that the sound design in this movie is just immaculate. It's crazy because like okay, so when they're doing um, anytime the demon pops up or like the that red faced demon, he's dark. So he's like always in darkness, and then you're su- you're supposed to know that it's there. You can like hear him like scratching on walls or like his joints moving, and, and it fucks me up to no end. And if they do like music, it's always super like deep tone piano. Yeah, like it's like they associate tones with different stuff, mm-hmm. and then but they're also with as good and as like pinpointed the music and specific sounds are they're not afraid to have just complete fucking silence yeah which makes, makes it, it even more scary I yeah because like. there's huge Cause re- like that's when the only thing you can hear is when, like the crackling of his knuckles and shit when when the characters are supposed to be listening to some listening for like a noise or like they thought they heard something everything stops and they're listening it's not just like and then it like comes from another room one it's, like, it's not just like a quick silence and then jump scare it's like Silence, 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 silence. Tiny noise somewhere else, not like a big, big noise. And then they go up there and then the fucking jump scare. So it's like, I don't know. They did a really good job of on like all fronts with the sound design. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just really just can't. I feel like put it enough. They really killed it. Well, and it also just like makes you feel. Like, even more in that world if, like, the sounds are like that. Because those are, like, real-life sounds. Like, the world just doesn't have a soundtrack behind it. Like, yeah, no. things are quiet, and then, like, you think you hear something, and then you go over there, and then, like, that's some dumbass shit, but, like, that's what you fucking do. You go and investigate. Yeah. I can really appreciate when movies leave just silence, because a lot of our lives have plenty of just silence in it. <laughs> Not mine. Yeah. I specifically make sure of it, because I'm fucking afraid of everything. <laughs> <laughs> and because we have a kid. Yeah, that too. Um, um, so I wrote down Patrick Wilson, hot daddy, also Renee's hot as fuck, goddamn, this couple is hot, fuck. <laughs> Wow, that's a <laughs> sentence for you. <laughs> I would love to be in their throuple. <laughs> um, the next thing I wrote down, so they're at like the new house and the mom starts seeing all the crazy stuff, mm-hmm. um, is that little kid in the cabinet is amazing. Totally got me. Because it's like she's following this little kid that she saw in the last house. And yeah. you just like the classic creepy little kid. But he's but like. But he's like not that creepy. He's like playing. Yeah. He's like giggling and laughing. And he's like in black and white for some reason. Because, you know, it's. Because he's fucking from. From the 30s and 40s, vintage, it looks like. Yeah. Because apparently. He's like a child worker in a, like a fucking factory. <laughs> killed in a factory. Yeah. Working 80 hours a week to put four pennies on the table. Yeah. But so she's trying to follow this ghost that keeps like appearing and hiding and mm-hmm. jumping room to room. And then she goes into 
one of the kids' rooms, and there's, like, this cabinet with, like, this lower area where, like, you put shoes and stuff, but Mm -hmm. there's a drape in that lower area, and you just see two shoes sticking out. Mm-hmm. And she goes up, goes up, goes up, and you're like, oh, God, that ghost is just sitting in there. It's going to jump scare me. I fucking know it. And then she rips it back. It's just a pair of shoes. And then, bam, the cabinet opens. Mm-hmm. And I had already expected the jump scare, and we haven't seen this movie in long enough that, like, I totally gotcha. forgot about it. It got me so bad to where, like, that chill goes over your whole body all oh, at ew. once. And, like, you get hot, and you're just like, oh, man. That's how I feel, like, when my poop is spicy. Yeah, totes. <laughs> when you like, got that Taco I, Bell butt. Yeah, and then I like gotta go to the toilet. My whole body goes hot and cold. <laughs> and then like you're like just sweating and you're clammy, you know. Yeah. Totes. <laughs> um, so to pony off of your jump scare, like literally like the next scene, the mom is okay. So the mother-in-law is there talking to. Renee, and then I think the the husband is there, and then they, like, invite Lorraine. No, 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 Lorraine's not there yet. Cause, oh, because the fucking priest was there when he got home, and so they're sitting down, and they're having a talk, and the husband's like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Blah, 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 Ooh, blah. wait, let me jump in. Yeah, go ahead. So, he's, like, denying it, denying it, denying it to the priest. Like, this isn't fucking real, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, a scene before that, or what I wrote down was... um how the fuck does he not believe it at this point when they saw the room get all fucked up? Like, the room that Dalton was in with the bed and everything was just fucking strewn everywhere. Like the... That has that happened yet. Yes, it did. Because then he was... Like, that happened. And then he's like, you know, this is fucking nuts. And I thought that's when he was going to cave and be like, hey, we need to call someone. But it's not. And then she calls the priest because the wife's like, I'm fucking over this shit. I'm getting a priest. This is crazy. And then he comes in and then is, like, totally blowing off the priest. And I'm like, how the fuck are you blowing off the priest? That room was fucked. Like, obviously something was in there. And it's a room in With the... With the like, handprint? Yeah. Well, and when the bed was, like, Dalton was on the floor, like, shit was all crazy everywhere. I think Lorraine was, in, no, was there. No, she wasn't. So it's, and it's that, and then the priest, and then he's denying it all. But then after the priest... Like, almost right after the priest is when he goes into the Dalton's room and is starting to look at the paintings or the drawings. No. Right? Am I super no, confused No, you're here? super fucking confused. He blows off the priest and then Leanne just... <laughs> Leanne. Fuck. <laughs> we were watching Burt crash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Leanne. Um... They call Lorraine just to talk to her, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're yeah, you, you're yeah. Because right. then After... when she's still there, it happens, and then they and then he goes, "Okay, fine, we'll like do a thing." We'll yeah, set, like, no, point you're in. right. You're right. I had it mixed up. Okay, great. Um. Um. Oh, so. <laughs> Um. Okay, so then Lorraine's helping out, and now I'm at the part in my notes where she's like doing the gas mask. Thing. Okay, well you're fucking going through all my notes, so chill the fuck out. All right, go. Keep fucking cutting me off. Yep. 
Um, so they're at the table and they're talking and the fucking red demon is like right behind Josh. Yeah. And it gets me every time and I know that it's fucking right behind him. And I'm like, it's gonna fucking... And then it just shows half of his face and it's so scary because it's like the red and the black is like such like contrasting colors to like the regular life. And then also, like, to itself. And then you don't expect to actually see the demon. Because I think up until this point, like, you didn't show demons until, like, either the very end or you only showed, like, their silhouettes. Yeah. And and this movie, like, really broke that. Yeah. And I think this movie and, like, even going into, like, further down the line where they they keep showing it. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's one part where it kind of breaks it for me. But for yeah. the most part, even though they show this, like, monster or demon or whatever. It's a fucking demon. More than I would typically like in a yeah, movie. Yeah, because you don't. And I wrote that down. Like, if you see it more, does it make it less scary? Because I know that that bothers you in movies sometimes. But in when, like, this one, it. I think they frame the shots. And I think they ride that line really well. Yeah. There's one shot that I it just breaks it for me. I don't like it. But when he's like unchaining the sun. Yes. Yeah. I think it breaks it. It's now it's kitschy. When he's like sharpening his nail or something. Yeah. When it came out in 2010. Sure. But like now it's just, we see him too much. Yeah. But other than that shot, we see him multiple times. I think if we, if we, they frame them all right. If we didn't see his face in that scene, it would, have been creepy, but they kind of, like, pan around and show his face again. Yeah. And it just kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. But then they stop doing that, and then it's scary again. Like, yeah. when they pan, and when they go to Josh and Dalton, and he's, like, undoing it, and then all of a sudden they, like, look, look back at, up, and he's at the, looking at them. Yeah, and that's he's, like, scary. up against the window. That's scary. But, yeah, when they're panning around, and he's just, and like, he's like sharpening, sharpening his claws. I'm getting, like... And like Boots just like talking. About I'm like, it. what is he doing? <laughs> just like fucking living his best life, just chilling, sharpening my claws. Yeah, he has no time, like, stamp to, like, he has no like time clock. Like, he has Dalton tied up. He doesn't have to worry about it because the kid's not getting back to his body. He's not yeah. fucking freaked out. Um, and then okay, so then the the mother in law or the grandma was talking about this dream that she had that Dalton is, like, not okay and, like, something bad is happening. So, like, the grandma can dream walk, too. Did you get that? No. Do you think that? Maybe, now that you bring it up. Because she literally talks about it and how she, like, goes to his bed and, like, goes to his room and sees something bad over him and that the demon wants him. She's hella dream walking, too. Yeah. Uh, I totally didn't connect that. But they put the fog in the scene, and it makes me think that they're related. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's, like, literally genetic. Um, Yeah, what else you got? Um, Oh, okay. This is just, like, a dumb aside. Lorraine comes in, and she introduces herself, and then Renee, the mom, Renee, goes, Oh, Mrs whatever her like last name is like nice to meet you thank you for coming and then lorraine goes mrs whatever i fucking forget her name that's my mother you can call me lorraine and that's literally 
the worst fucking joke of all time besides people in December saying, see you next year. It's the fucking stupidest joke. And I hate it so much. (laughs) So that was just like a little like, fuck you, Lorraine. I love you, but fuck you. Yeah. So right before she comes, the two guys, Tucker and... I don't fucking know. Whatever the other guy's name is. They're the best fucking characters of the whole series of Insidious. Not even just those, just this movie. They're so good. Yeah. Well, I only consider the first two movies when I talk about Insidious. Once they get to, like, three and four, I don't fucking care. Not good. But they're so good. And, like, I think it's awesome that, like... I really like when people who are involved in, like, producing or directing or, like, making the movie in a major way are in the movie. Mm-hmm. And do you know who I'm talking about? No. The nerdier guy? Yeah. Who draws? Okay. That's Lee Wannell, who is, like, the writer. It's, like, James Wan's, like, co-writer, director. Oh, wow. I like, have no idea. writes, pretty much directs anything James Wan doesn't and produces on the ones he does and writes most of them. He's the guy who's the... Other dude in Saw. Oh. Yeah. The one that cuts his foot off. No. Or no, that says that he's going to cut his foot the off. The bathtub like, guy. he's out. Yeah. yeah. So. Fuck. He's really good. He's I like really like PSF. him as, as. Yeah, they're like really good friends in real life, I think. But yeah. I mean, I would think so. They're, he, they do a lot of movies. They do a fuck ton of work together. But yeah. Um, so then. They're doing all their, like, seancey shit. And I wrote down, gotta love the ghost gas mask bong. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's... It's, uh, it's so like, they weird, try and justify it in the movie. But out. it's like, yeah, I think they did it mainly for, like, imagery kind of thing. But it's like, she busts out this gas mask to, like, talk to the what dead. What is this fucking 1914 and we're fucking ingesting mustard gas? <laughs> and then, like, Lee Wannell's character is like listening in these headphones connected to like and the she's tube. like whispering and she's yeah i don't but know then like screaming and then so the other thing because he's like writing down everything she's saying yeah and then i that's it starts to get escalating getting crazy yeah and i wrote down is there different rating like not that it relates to this movie or anything but like i wondered if there's different rating like penalties how like you can only say fuck like twice in a pg-13 movie Oh. For if you write it. Oh. Because, like, it showed on screen, like, him writing out, like, you fucking bitch, like, stuff like that. Like, mm. so, I I mean, they obviously weren't worried about it for this movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah. But I ju- it just made me think about, like, I wonder if someone were to write something, like, write fuck in a PG-13 movie, would that be counted as one of the fucks? You only got one more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it was, like, an interesting thought that, like, hit me while we were watching. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know. Um, I would assume so, because even if you are in the PG-13 range, you can still read it. <laughs> we're trying to say 13-year-olds in America can read. Yeah, right. Uh, yo. Our school system sucks. LMFAO. Um, yeah, so before I, like, looked up 
what all the demons were called. Um, the leather jacket guy with the long hair almost low-key looks like Bagul. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought that was like thing. a nod, but apparently is fucking not. No. Um... So when Josh is going through the further, yeah. there's like this whole family set up and they're like with these weird kind of like doll looking things because they have like these weird painted smiles on in there. Yeah. Like, um, and it's like a dinner scene and then there's like a shotgun and I wrote, I wish I knew what... Oh, Nana's here. Hi, Nana. <laughs> um, I wish I knew what these ghost things were supposed to be. In quotes, as in, like, is this supposed to mean something? Is this related to the house? Is this like so related to a different movie? Like, I feel like there's something there. Like, everything is so well thought out in James Wan movies that I feel like they symbolize something, but I yeah. don't understand what they're supposed to. I symbolize. was thinking about them in like kind of a different way because um, I wrote something down about them too. Like, I feel like it was really that like weird over plastic like smile kind of thing was big in a lot of horror movies back then yeah so i think they might have just been kind of riding that wave because at this point they're in the further they're in like that netherworld so they're just going they're just going for creepy and like unknown and like i think they want us to not know what the fuck's going on but like they want to just creep us out and that like trend was really big to have like just that frozen over smile yeah, but I feel like it was so focused on them for just, like, long enough to make it feel like it was su- not, like, supposed to be, but, like, it could be something that only, like, true fan like an Easter egg, you know? Maybe. I mean, the only thing I could think of is it relating to Dead Silence, but Dead Silence was, like, puppets, yeah. so it's like, no, because that was one of James Wan's early ones, but... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would just felt like it was supposed to be something or like could be something and I don't know. So another thing um, I wrote down was um, when like they start like they, we found out Josh like can travel too, mm-hmm. like the dad and then mom is showing all the old pictures because like he was super afraid to have his picture taken because every time yeah. like he got a picture taken the ghost that was, was like, following closer. him got closer. Yeah. Narrowed down. It must have been so much easier to be a ghost when cameras were shitty. Because, <laughs> like, they're always like, oh, yeah, I thought it was a camera issue that was, like, that was viable back then. If there was some weird fucking shit going on of one of and, our like, pictures now, camera. we'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? My camera's fucking fine. I'm not going to go replace my camera just because I think it might have been a camera issue. We're going to be like, nah, we're getting the bottom of this. I'm taking this to Apple. We're going to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and you'd know literally immediately, because I don't know about you, but I take 17 pictures of the <laughs> one thing just to make sure that one of them come out. So, like, you would know Yeah, immediately. The ghost would have gotten him the first picture you ever took, because it would have gotten incrementally closer 17 times. <laughs> yeah. I just take a burst of it getting closer, and then we make it a gif. <laughs> Um, but I did write down about the pictures that so it was really good foreshadowing throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. There's little like lines dropped about him and his picture. Like yeah. mom is talking to the kids. Oh, I can't believe you got him to pose for a picture. Well, no, even before that, like Jackie Q mom is talking oh, to there's her no little pictures boy uh-huh. saying like, oh yeah, this is me when I was little and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Oh yeah, we don't really have pictures of your dad when he was little. He doesn't like his picture taken. Like they foreshadow it like 
a lot, mm-hmm. but in a way to where it's like you remember it, but it doesn't feel like it's, it's being subtle. like yeah. shoehorned in or anything. So that yeah. was really good. It's like a second watch kind of hint. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like, so then when you think about it, like based on the ending, this has nothing to do with Dalton. This is everything about setting it up for the second movie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, like it's not about Dalton astracizing himself astracizing yeah that's what you're going for huh? astro whatever and then also exercising oh. um, <laughs> jazzercise yeah astracizing um himself like out into the further and getting lost like me just being obnoxious if they're if we didn't already know what the second movie had yeah and like whatever um, you'd think that the, the, the woman in black, which also is confusing because she is a woman in black, but it's not the same fucking You're movie. just amalgamating all the horror movies. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> um, like, she made a deal with the lipstick-faced demon to, like, get the son out so that, to draw the dad in to get the dad. Hmm. I know that's, like, a really stretch and, like, obviously that doesn't happen, but, like, I feel like those are things that could be connected because, obviously, I just connected them. (laughs) (laughs) So, right when he first goes into the further, Uh looking for Dalton, Uh I wrote, did he not fucking listen when she said, don't attract attention to yourself? Don't scream, Dalton. Because he immediately starts going, Dalton, Dalton. And I'm like, bro. She literally And like said, shining his flashlight in like every. Their faces. Face. And I'm like, dude. E- <laughs> she just yeah. said like. Low, Obviously that's not Dalton. Keep a low pro. Yeah. This grown woman is not Dalton. Is not your eight year old son. Literally. Uh, yeah. That was obnoxious. And then like skip forward to the demon like sharpening his claws i'm like no big deal demon super casually sharpening his claws jam into his favorite song (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like it's such an out of place scene it is it feels kind of weird and i wonder it's jarring for sure i'm sure there was like an edit there that they like had to cut something else out that yeah because they literally only either show his silhouette or half his face and then they're like, yeah, we're going to pan around his And then he's just body. in his fucking little Santa's workshop. <laughs> I know, it's so Sharpening weird. his tools. No big fucking yeah. deal. Um, I also I wrote, still am freaked out. So, like, there, you know, Lorraine's there. The dudes are there. Like, dad's there projecting. Like, everyone's there. <laughs> Where have the other two kids been this whole fucking time? I would assume with grandma. Grandma's there. Oh. I think they're maybe they're sleeping. I feel like that would be so a much, really stupid ass thing yeah, to do so while much your other kids bullshit are sleeping. Goes on in that house. There's no way yeah. those kids are sleeping. But anyway, that was just like a weird plot hole. They never explained like even just like in a throwaway line like, oh hey, can your mom watch the kids? Like uh-huh. talking to the wife, like other grandma that we don't meet. Like, just yeah. pretend, whisk them away somewhere. Right, because then we're to assume that they're in the same fucking house. Like, the <laughs> yeah, like all going. this fucking bullshit's happening. Okay. <laughs> you had more stuff to talk about. Okay, so... Other... couple other things I had. Um, 
the subtle comedy between the two guys, like the two helpers, Lorraine. 100%. So great. There's so many, but like one I point, I like wrote down was when all the shit's like getting super crazy at the end is um, Lee Wannell's character pulls out a like bigger flashlight. Uh Uh-huh. And then Tucker, the other guy, pulls out this super fucking big flashlight. It, like, reminded me a bunch of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, where it pulls out, like, a... A monocle? Or a, a eyeglass? Yeah. And then, like, Barbosa pulls out this super fucking big one. Yeah. So, it just was, a like... contest. There's just, like, all that super subtle comedy the whole time with them. Which yeah. Which is really, really good. There's a part where, like, they go back and forth about, like, whose job is more important. And yeah. I thought that was really funny, too. Yeah. And then, um... I, right near the end, when Josh is going back and forth with the ghost uh-huh. in, like, that mirror yeah, window. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the ghost that haunted him as a kid, that it's, like, you can kind of see, because the camera keeps rotating. Oh. You can kind of see now. It's, like, Like, taking... where it ends, that when the camera finally stops, the ghost is it's... on the inside and Josh is on the outside. Fuck! I was trying so, to look for that, but like, I didn't you know, know what I was looking You know, for. like, if you're paying... If, I mean, if you already knew, and if you, like, are paying attention, you should know right then the ghost took over. Yeah. He's still in the further. Yeah. So and then that's when he, like, comes back. Like, everyone thinks he comes back, and then he kills Lorraine. Right. So I wrote down specifically, because that's, like, one of the best endings... Is like you think that it's happy, but it's actually not. But it's not how you would have expected it to not be happy. Yeah. Because like you, if it wasn't going to be happy, you would have thought it had something to do with Dalton, not the dad. Um, And it's a great setup for the second one, which horror movies never really get a second one. And if they do, they're not great. Um, Which... From what I remember, I like the second one because it very much follows this type of storyline. You were right, like... Three and on, you like, Because nee. three has nothing to do with his family. Four has nothing, like, they get... Four's the, the last key, the la- isn't The it? skeleton key or something. It's the yeah. last key. That was awful. Yeah, and yet somehow we fucking got <laughs> fucked and have it on Redbox. Yeah, Redbox did us dirty. <laughs> no, we did our own selves dirty. <laughs> Redbox's business Red- plan worked great for them. Redbox <laughs> is a fucking scam. Because uh, we're lazy and forgot to take it back. <laughs> I think that was when we lived in Long Beach. Um... Yeah, so then one of the best endings. But then what I really want to know is, like, literally, because I'm, like, watching him slowly kill her and, like, scream at her. How the fuck did nobody hear him just screaming? Yeah, I don't know. Because then they come in and they're, like, putting Dalton to bed or they're, like, feeding him, which they're in the kitchen, so they're, like, literally in the next room over. Yeah. And then... Renee goes, oh, I wonder what Josh has been to. And then she just goes to the other room and goes, oh, my God, Lorraine's dead. And then, like, picks up the camera and sees that the ghost is in the fucking dad's body. But I'm like, y'all didn't hear him (laughs) literally just scream, you fucking bitch. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Well, same reason. Same reason the kids didn't wake up when like fucking shit was going crazy. Yeah, literally just a bunch of dead people. People in this house are deaf. Mm-hmm. They're deftly deaf. Sure. Shout out to work today. Where we use that phrase. That's all I got. In what context? 
That was it. Definitely deaf. Don't worry about it. Like most deaf? Like definitely deaf? Nope. Oh. Like you were deaf with agile. I don't fucking know. You're definitely deaf. Definitely deaf. Deft. Deftly. Oh, oh. I was missing that syllable. That's all I got. Like forever? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, well, thanks for listening. This is going to come out on Halloween if it fucking kills me. Um, and I think, I don't know, we didn't really talk about it, but I'm down to, like, continue horror movies for November because we didn't get to, like, almost half of the ones that we wanted to do. Yeah. We we have a lot of horror <clears throat> movies, and then the more we looked into, we wanted to watch even more that we don't own. Yeah, there's a bunch on Netflix that we have saved. And, like, and- a bunch on other streaming, so yeah. Um, we're probably going to do horror most or all of November, but yeah. we well, do plan. no fucking Thanksgiving movie. Well, thank you for listening to Are You For Real with Kat and Connor. And this has been our episode on Insidious. Subscribe, like, share, comment, rate, uh, do all those things so that um, we get good sponsors and (laughs) I don't have to go back to work. Okay, thanks, bye. (laughs)